0: What is the most embarrassing way your body has betrayed you? I danced classical ballet for years when I was younger. One day when I was 12, we were doing a stretch where we were lying on our backs with our butts scooted to the wall and our legs stretched towards the ceiling. We would let our legs fall into the splits, letting gravity assist us. So we were lying there, listening to quiet piano music, my legs wide open, and the girl next to me was whispering jokes and making me giggle. I could feel the onslaught of explosive gas happening, but being young and stupid, I was afraid to close my legs because I thought I'd get into trouble. So I ripped the loudest, most terrifying toot to ever exist. I think I blew a hole in my little pink leotard, I swear to God. The room was a huge wooden studio, so that expulsion from hell was bouncing off the walls for like 15 minutes. All the little girls started screaming. I was screaming. The teacher was probably screaming. Still gives me nightmares. I stood up from sitting at work and screamed in pain because I got a cramp behind my nuts. I don't know how to explain it, but that's where I felt the pain. My co workers were dying of laughter when I explained what my scream was. In sixth grade, I got hard for no reason and then was asked to go hand something to the teacher. When I stood up, this girl that sat near me stared right at my nethers with wide eyes. I'm just thankful she didn't tell anyone, or I might not have heard the end of it. Last summer, I tripped over something while walking on the sidewalk. Happens every now and then, no big deal. It normally just looks like a funny skip or something, except this time I kind of leaped forward into the air. And somehow, the normal response message to put my hands before me didn't reach its destination, so I just dropped onto the ground like a human sack of potatoes. It was equally painful and embarrassing. Still don't know how the crap that happened. I was sitting on the floor in my cheap wooden condo and let out a huge guff of wind. Dog in the condo below me started barking, and I could hear the cute girl who lived there and her visiting parents laughing. A note from the narrator, this video has been a matter of spreading out the toot stories which, surprise, comprise the majority of accounts from this forum. Struggle on, my fellow gaseous humans. One time I was really sick. So I went to throw up in the toilet, and as I started throwing up, I simultaneously started pooping myself as well. Once you start throwing up, you can't exactly stop until you're done. So I just kept throwing up while crapping myself for the smelliest, most uncomfortable five minutes or so of my life. Ever since I stopped being able to throw up like a normal person, I'm always scared I'll crap myself, so I sit on the toilet bending over a bucket, even though it's harder to throw up that way. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this trip down memory lane as much as I did. When I was in high school, by starting a period without any of the usual symptoms and leaving a bloody puddle on the chair and huge stains on my jeans. Uh, This happened to me and a boy I had a crush on told me about it because I didn't realize. He asked me to go to the bathroom, he went to the admin office, got me a pair of track pants we used for PE, brought it to the bathroom and got them to clean up the chair. Never told anyone that I know of, I was way too scared and embarrassed to ask him out or ever really talk to him again. In a meeting with my managers, they're complaining about X, Y, and Z that I haven't achieved. I'm not upset about the criticisms. If anything, I'm angry I have to hear them. But for some bizarre reason, my eyes started watering. We'd have these meetings weekly and every time my eyes would water and tears would pour. It started just happening when I wasn't even angry. And even in normal angry situations, I'd never tear up. Just in those meetings. When I was 12, my best friend and I were hanging out in front of my apartment complex on the front step with two guys that we were super interested in. I was sitting on the top step with my bestie, and the two guys were goofing off farther down the steps and making us laugh. Well, I started laughing. So hard, in fact, that during one of those laughs where you're laughing so hard you're no longer making any noise, where you've basically lost control of it and can't stop, I started tooting really loudly. Even though I was mortified, I could not stop laughing and laughed harder and then I started peeing my pants. I couldn't stop. The pee was running down the steps as I tried desperately to stop laughing by covering my ears and shutting my eyes. I finally gained control of my body and stopped laughing, but it was too late. My crush came over to sit next to me and right before he sat down next to me, he saw the puddle of pee and jumped up in alarm and said, Whoa! I got up and tried to run inside, but I didn't have my key, so I had to ring the buzzer and had to wait for my mum to buzz me in in front of them with pea soaked pants and the giant puddle of my pee that had run down half the steps. I stayed inside the rest of the day, and that night, my crush miraculously came back and asked me out through my bedroom window. "'Good God! How good was the joke that you experienced such a total loss of control?' How did the trauma of your bodily evacuations not sober you up and stop you laughing? At least it seems to have humanized you enough for your crush to get brave enough to ask you out, so that's something. Two-hour train ride. I felt the air coming slowly, but I held it back until the end. Finally, the next stop was mine, so I stood up and walked to the door, still holding back that now massive amount of air in my colon. Just when the doors were about to open, some child stumbled into me from behind. It surprised me so much that I, just for a moment, didn't hold in. The result was the loudest, most disgusting butt blast you could ever imagine. I never left the train station faster in my entire life. Story time. My grandmother was killed when she received the AIDS virus through a blood transfusion back in the day. Know that my grandma was the one that ate the bullet that makes hospitals screen blood. My family donates blood on her birthday. I hate donating blood. I hate needles, I hate seeing blood, and I hate the weird cold feeling you get through your entire arm. In a terrible twist of fate, I happen to have universal blood that is CMV negative. I can donate to babies and small children, which is apparently rare. Hospitals are always in short supply, it seems, as I am always getting calls to donate a double amount every time I'm eligible. I charge them twice as many cookies as they give to other people. One time, after giving a double dose, I was feeling just fine. I usually feel wiped out and need to go to sleep, but that day I was feeling fine. I got home and the wife was there, and we're trying to have a kid and we were both kind of flirty, so we went for it. I got in the buff when my knees wobbled, the room spun, and I just collapsed on the floor. I never lost consciousness, I was just sprawled naked on the floor, unable to lift my arms or legs. I could lull my head about. Don't try to have a romantic time after donating a double dose of blood. My husband was annoying me the other day, and I tried to toot on him, and I crapped myself. Not sure if it's just me, but if a girl is going to sit in my lap, I will get immediately hard. I don't go around trying to get girls to do this, but I have had a few insist and then call me out for being a pervert when I tried my best to persuade otherwise. Santa? Looks like you should change your name to Meat Uprising. When I inadvertently spit on the monitor when I'm trying to explain something to someone. Dislocated hip while having adult fun times. Twice. I once went to school when I felt really sick. Within 10 minutes of me being at my school, my stomach started cramping and I informed the teacher I was going home. It's about a 10-minute drive with my bike. Every time I went over the littlest bump, my stomach started hurting really bad. Not even two minutes of me biking to my house, I stopped to throw up. I threw up so bad that I started crapping my pants. A lot. Some of my friends started driving by, but I don't think they noticed me. I call my dad, who didn't have any way of bringing me home, He did, however, have a scooter. He comes along and I tell him I need to go home, but not on the bike. He tells me there's no other way, so I get on the bike, with crap still in my pants, and we drive home together. Not being able to burp or toot when I want to, but becoming a grandmaster butt trumpeter when most inappropriate was hanging with my boyfriend at his parents' house and was in his room and we were just being silly and in a moment of silence I tooted for the first time in front of him super loud and at that same moment his mum walked in and silently turned around and left. He starts laughing at my super shocked face and the situation and then I let out another slow drawn out loud toot. It was hilarious but oh my gosh it was embarrassing at the time. It only happened like maybe six weeks ago. Just look at my fricking username. Thank you for your contribution, dear username, I only have one hand. Honestly, entirely my own fault, but I drank too much one night and had a three-hour train ride the next morning while completely hungover and nauseous. While in the train, I felt the need to throw up coming again, so I stood up to move to the toilet on board. This new, modern, fancy train had automatic doors on the toilet, and I I couldn't figure out where the button was to close them, so I'm frantically trying to figure it out while suppressing my vomiting as much as possible. This sweet old lady who was sitting near the toilets noticed my trouble and pointed out the button to me, so I thanked her and closed the door and went, very audibly. I didn't dare to look her in the eye when I walked by in shame. Brain. Let's have a seizure. Bladder. Awesome! This is as good a time as any to pee yourself in front of everyone. I am 30 years old. Last year, I pooped my pants. Full on. It was traumatic, shameful, and embarrassing. Be skeptical about any sounds your guts are making, people. My girlfriend and I went out one night to our local bar that does a wing night every week. It's our favorite bar, but also one of the only bars open all winter in our beach town, and wing nights being the most popular night, we had to wait for a table for a while. Usually, we get one beer each during weeknights, but that night, we had a lot more while waiting for a table. So after quite a few beers, some hot wings, and a night of all settling, the next day it needed out. I was at work, just me, my boss, and the head of all the offices in my state, five offices, I took one of the biggest dumps of my life and and unclogged the toilet the worst I ever have. Twenty minutes with the plunger, I had to admit defeat. I told my boss, which was embarrassing as hell, because she's pretty attractive. She called some plumbers, but none of them could come out that day, so I went back for another fifteen minutes trying to get it to flush. I called it again, and the three of us left early since we only have one toilet in the office. The plumber came the next morning and got it cleared. So long story short, I ate too many wings, drank too much beer and cost the company 150 bucks the next day to unclog a toilet. In the womb, my lungs said, screw you and have yet to cooperate two decades later. It's really cute when I can bench press 60 pounds. I'm a petite female, but I need a break after two flights of stairs. At a movie night with some friends and girls in high school I somehow coughed and sneezed at the same time and a huge snot rocket flew out of my mouth and onto the blanket. Very rarely I am walking and either one of my legs will just give out for like half a second. It's never enough to fall or anything but it does make me look like I don't know how to walk or that I may be drunk. When trying on an engagement ring in a jewelry store, my finger swelled so much that I couldn't get it off. Even with lube applied by the store, it wouldn't go down. The ring just seemed bonded to my finger. I still remember feeling embarrassed when the jeweler smiled and said, it's a good sign. This engagement ring is already married to your finger. The ring was eventually removed by soaking my finger in ice water several times to reduce the swelling. I have irritable bowel syndrome and get really insanely distended stomach full of gas when I eat certain foods. It looks like there's a basketball under my skin and it's all gas. My boyfriend of a year or so knew about my IBS but hadn't really experienced the worst of it. One day we were hanging out at my apartment and I had my big gas belly. He knew what that meant so I excused myself to my room to try and toot some of it out. He decides to come in to show me something on his phone as I'm laying on my bed with my knees up, trying to coax the gas out. He starts laughing at the sight. I start laughing. I feel an epic release of gas coming and I try to tell him to leave ASAP, but I'm also laughing. Between the laughter and the position I was in, I couldn't hold it back. I let out the loudest, longest toot in history. At first, he laughed in surprise. Then, as it kept going on and on, his face changed from laughter to surprise to shock, mixed with what looked like a twinge of sadness. Watching him go through so many emotions right on his face just made me laugh harder. So the toot just kept going. After what feels like an eternity, he steps out of the room, hands over his mouth. He comes back in, and the butt blast is finishing off with a final toot-toot-toot. He is speechless. The first thing he says is, I feel like I lived 80 years, died, and then came back to life again before that toot ended. I just don't understand how it was so long and steady. And then it got all Louis Armstrong at the end. And that's how he started calling certain trumpety toots Louis. Also, we moved in together a few months later, so my butt performance didn't deter him too much. Well, ladies and gents, I told you there were going to be a lot of stories on bowel movements, but believe me when I say I have actually reduced their representation in this video compared to the original forum post. Was on holiday in Fiji a few years back with the Misses. We were playing rugby with some younger kids down the beach, and I wasn't feeling the freshest from a few to too many tequilas the night before. Wearing nothing but sports shorts, I got past the ball, partially crapped myself slash sharted, and then hit legs, like it was a race between me getting back to the room before it made its way completely down the back of my legs. Grabbed the room key from the chair our things were on, dropped the shorts, and ditched them midway up to the room, up the stairs, and down the straight for what felt like a effing lifetime. One trying to secure my privates, while the other held the room key for dear life. All while politely saying bula as I ran past everyone, somewhat covered in my own poop. Had a killer metabolism until 27. After that, I grew a belly even though my diet didn't change. I actually ate pretty healthy and didn't drink alcohol, sober for 8 years and exercised pretty regularly. I can blame my dad's genes for that, even though my mum's side of the family is as skinny as a rail. I was standing in the checkout line at Target, getting myself a drink and a little snack because I hadn't eaten anything yet that day, and started feeling kinda crappy because of it. I got in the shortest line and then my mum and daughter started talking to the cashier about how something should have been on sale. My hearing starts getting staticky and my vision is getting dark and I'm bracing myself on the conveyor belt, just trying to breathe and play it cool. Mum and the cashier keep talking about the coupon and I'm thinking to myself, Dear God, how embarrassing. If they have to call an ambulance and I'm taken out of this place on a stretcher, I can never come to this target again. So they keep talking, and I just decide to sit down on the floor because that's just what you do. And I'm sitting there with my head on my knees when this manager walks up and in a kind of angry, confused tone, asks me if I was okay. And I stand up and tell her, Oh, yeah, I'm fine. And play it off to avoid drawing any further attention from myself. I check out take my stuff and sit in my car in a cold sweat and realize I had never fainted before in my life and that I can never go to that target again. On the bus, two hot girls in front of me, I fell asleep and woke myself up with a really loud moan that sounded like, didn't get laid. I didn't know what healthy eating was and ate as much as I could when I was a teenager. Now I have huge stretch marks for life. I can't go shirtless without feeling embarrassed. Dude, nobody on the planet, male or female, thinks stretch marks are horrible or unattractive. I speak for all of us when I say most of us don't notice, and the ones who do notice don't care at all. Getting whiskey wee-wee when hooking up with a smoking-hot girl I knew. Had testicular torsion in the middle of performing a one-act play. Worst night ever. I coughed at work, which made my butt constrict which tore open a hemorrhoid, which proceeded to soak blood through my pants. Had to leave work early that day. Friends, exploded butt isn't fun. Every time I get nervous or am in a bad and serious situation, I smile. Was working out at the gym a couple of years ago and decided to go do wind sprints on the basketball court. The basketball court is actually four courts lined up side by side with a walking and running track on the second floor looking down on it. This particular morning, the track was busy. After doing a couple of sprints, I noticed a basketball lying about one quarter of the way down the court. So I, being all cool and stuff, started another sprint and bent down to grab the ball so I could scoop it up, dribble, and do a layup on the way down the court. My middle-aged dumb self sprinted down the court, bent down and grabbed the ball, but was unable to correct to a standing position, so my momentum carried me to the ground where I slid on my stomach for what seemed like an eternity in front of all these people on the track above. To my credit, I got up and finished the layup. Middle age ain't fun, kids. Being pregnant and peeing myself a little every time I sneeze. First time hooking up with this guy I'd been lusting after for a while. No clue he was into it too, so double yay. Some, or all of, the drinks were had, and as a result my body completely refused to cooperate. No matter how into it I was in my head, or all he did to get me going, which was a lot and felt awesome, my lady flower stayed drier than the Sahara Desert. (sighs) Ugh... Late in my pregnancy, my body began producing a lot of relaxin, so my hips would constantly fall out of place. If I sat crisscross applesauce too long or sat with my hips below my knees for too long, I couldn't get up or walk for several minutes without help. So imagine my fury when I'm sitting on the couch eating some ice cream and my husband rips the foulest butt gas known to man and I can't effing escape by growing a lump in my right testicle. Now I've had three strangers, read, doctors, touch my nuts in the past five days, and I can still smell the lube from the ultrasound. Surgery is scheduled in two days to get the testicle removed. It's not ideal, but it's better than the alternative. I have to say the most embarrassing part is bringing it up to family, friends, and co-workers to keep them in the loop. I assure you no one wants to talk about your balls, especially removing one. My own father clams up and hasn't reacted at all like I thought he would. I go back and forth between being incredibly transparent and then shy or ashamed. Touch your bits, everyone. It could save your life. I believe either grade four or five, it was my turn to present my space poster I made up. After a minute of talking about what I've done and learned, I unleash an ungodly sneeze. Wasn't a little boy? It's you. This bad boy was something a grown dad would do. This sneeze has me standing in front of my class with two massive streaks of snot dangling out each nostril hanging by my chin. I'm very prone to nosebleeds that range from paper-cut amounts of blood to full-blown severed artery amount. Typically, they come along randomly during the early parts of November when heating units are turned on and the air is especially dry. Anywho, I wait tables for a living at a fancy restaurant, so this can be an especially problematic few weeks as they can pop up randomly while chatting with a table. One night, I had a couple in from out of town who declined drinks because they were so hungover from the night before. I mentioned that I was also having a rough day from the previous night, and we shared an empathetic laugh with each other. My nose then started to bleed rather badly, resulting in the table thinking their server was a heavy user of white powder.